as I have noticed, when we get older and age, we're like a nice bottle of wine. We just get finer, right? <laughs> it seems like it's hard for us to convince ourselves that, especially with the mass marketing of the belief that we shouldn't be aging and being young is the most beautiful and thing that we should achieve. However, there's so much beauty within aging and maturing and the tenacity that we hold and we gain from this lifetime. I truly feel and strongly believe if we start to rethink on this idea of aging and seeing it as a blessing in disguise, that it will help a lot with our inner confidence within ourselves and how we feel about who we are and the journey of life. This is what this episode is going to be about, is not only mature skin, but also overall wellness, lifestyle things that you can do to help bring you back full into loving yourself and loving the idea of aging and how to age gracefully taking care of your body, your temple, because you are a radiant being, a beautiful soul, and you should not have to feel like you have to become what the outside world says that you should be and look in order to fit in, to be accepted, or have value. Because quite frankly, Age is just important as youth. And this is your life. You're living it every single day, not them. So it affects you and your health much deeper. Hello, beautiful queens and kings out there in this grand universe. How are you doing? I hope life is treating you quite well. And if it's not, that's totally okay. You know, we learn from life lessons, right? <laughs> oh, gosh. So I know this topic's a little bit hairy, especially for being a licensed esthetician because we are taught to use products and services to help with anti-aging and market people on using all these products to help make them look youthful and young again and fresh and glowy. <laughs> and uh, I'm not going to lie, I was suckered into this in the beginning when I first started my career. I was all for it, using firming products and trying to convince people to come and book services with me and all the skincare is going to help solve their problems and they're going to feel amazingly incredible and 10 times younger than they feel now. And the fact of the matter is that's bogus and not true whatsoever. Yes, there are products that are going to help with certain things in your skin, but it's not going to be the be all end all. And you know, that is the phrase that I use a lot for this industry. And I think it's pretty, not touchy, but kind of 
it sounds counter out uh, what is it <laughs> counterintuitive because of me being in the aesthetics field but you know that the skin isn't mainly my main focus with the wellness of aesthetics it's more about the overall health of the person and yes i do love skin and i love giving facial services but i love more of the relaxation of the facial yes there are machines and tools that i absolutely love and i get so excited to use because it does shake things up a bit especially for concentrated on certain concerns however the physical appearance is not going to solve and fix your problems because it's the inner work the shadow work that is going to hinder things the most because we can do all of these things but if you aren't feeling if you're not feeling good inside if you're not feeling okay with your skin or aging in general no matter what we do with services or products it's never going to achieve what you're looking for and this is so common and I get this quite often with guests and it really hurts my heart and my soul when I hear these things from my guests Because we're taught that we shouldn't age. Aging is bad. You have less value when you age or you have less value when you have wrinkles or any of these things that happen when our body shifts, our, our, yeah, our, our body and our timing of our life shifts. I think another deep thing with this too is that when we start getting to a certain age point, we associate it with death. I know that's pretty, it's pretty hard pill to swallow because it's an uncomfortable conversation and topic to talk about is death. But it is the most realist thing that happens in our life. Things die, including us. And when we get to a certain point in our age and we start to see ourselves, the reflection of ourselves in the mirror, we instantly start to naturally dive into that thought process. Instead of seeing it as a dark and miserable thing, seeing it as beauty and celebrate of it, celebrate it. And I feel like if we start to come to that realization and we start to talk more about that, I feel like we would be more happier within ourselves and not mope and be miserable every single day, always constantly thinking, oh my God, I look old. Oh, I'm so old. Oh, I'm, I'm dying. It's because I'm old. Stop it. <laughs> Just stop. We have to stop. We have to stop doing this to ourselves. We do. And of course, it's not going to happen easy. It's not going to happen quick. It's not going to happen instantly. But if we slowly start to make changes in our lives now, we'll be able to be happy 
and live in peace, live in harmony, live in balance. We don't want to be those people that we see on movies where they joke about people being at a certain age or old, quote unquote, and being miserable and grouchy. We don't want to be that. When we are that person, we live in resentment, we live in shame, we live in a place to where we wish we would have changed things. So I think this is, again, a hairy topic for me to talk about because it's out of the norm for the aesthetics beauty industry. And this is also why I took myself out of continuing my education on these type of things and more on mental health because that is such a big factor in what we do in this profession. And we don't realize it. Being open and honest Body dysmorphia is huge, huge. And I feel like in the wellness and beauty industry, we hear it a lot and we're seeing it more, a a lot more. Or maybe it's just, I'm just now noticing it, but it is something that is real and is happening and heartbreaking, truly heartbreaking. When I have guests come in and they really just bash themselves or apologize for the way that they look. And they feel like if I just do this thing, I'm going to feel happy within myself. When it's not, it's not going to happen because you're always going to seek something in change of the way that you look to feel good within yourself. To feel good of who you are or to have approval from others or like your spouse or your your family or friends or even trying to fit in with your kids or whatever it is. <laughs> but I just, I, I, I wanted to put that out there because this is real, it's serious, and it's much deeper than what people think it is. You know, it's, it's much more deeper. So I wanted to discuss about lifestyle and wellness things that you can do to be more centered with yourself. And I am going to mention about products as well because, you know, I do want to mention about products because I, I do love using skincare products as a ritual to physically touch your body and connect with your body rather than the appearance of your skin. I hope that makes sense. It's just the the actual action of physical touch and creating a ritual. And I do love skincare because it it feels good on your skin, right? But when I use skincare, it's not necessarily to prevent anti-aging or do these things. It's more of like the whole slowing down, slowing down and being more in tuned with myself, giving back to myself, saying thanks to myself. And I feel like when we create this ritual with skincare, it it becomes something that is much more sacred for us rather than just slapping on stuff on, on our face to hope for changes. In addition, this will also influence your kids 
For some of you, you may have already known that your children mimic the actions and the way that you say things. So if you're constantly saying, I'm fat, I'm old, I'm this, I'm that, or I need to do this, I need to be this, your children start to become that. They start to already create that mindset in themselves because we all know children are, their brains are sponges. They absorb, absorb things very quickly and easily. So when you're constantly in this way of thinking and saying it out loud to your children, that's how they're going to become. So when you create these rituals or practices, they will start to mimic that and use that in their own life and continue on as they grow up or might, you know, not practice it when they grow up. But being mindful of what you do, what you say, really, 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 really transitions into your kids. We all know this. And this includes self-care. And I even noticed that with some of my guests where they talk about their parents or their mothers. And they're like, yes, my mother would get up and she would do her skincare and she would massage her scalp and do all these things before we get started in the day. Or my father, he would make a point to always be active in doing his wellness rituals or practices after work or before work. And I want to live like that. I want to be like that because they grew healthy and strong and they were just, they were so happy within their lives with everything. And they were just the joy of life and were so nice and kind to people. So kind of think of it of that way. If you think about your parents and the way that they were when you were growing up, did you become that? Did you mimic that? Did you create your own lifestyle on that? Or did you get to a certain point in your life where you actually started to appreciate the way that your parents were with their self-care and want to follow that way? Coming back to the skincare part, <laughs> we are going to discuss some skincare stuff because I do want to educate you guys to know why you're using specific products and that's it. That's <laughs> plain and simple. My, my goal is to educate you guys to know what products to use and how to use it and know why you're using it because there's so many different skincare companies out there, independent, celebrity stuff, and medical, professional, over-the-counter. There's just so much because wellness is huge. Skin is huge. Apparently, hair is huge, huge right now, too. Um, I was just informed that recently <laughs> but all of this is huge uh since oh man it's been like five years I think maybe a little bit longer and um I just want to help you guys know why you're using what you're using and um know that you don't have to use all all of these things and you really don't have to use any of them if you feel because it's ultimately about creating a sacred ritual for yourself to feel good. Feel good in the amount of time that you have or the lifestyle that you have. And also your budget. 
I don't believe you should be spending uh, X amount of dollars to achieve something with your skin or your life to feel fulfilled in your life. I don't believe that. Or even services, honestly. There are services that you can do, and I am going to discuss about that, but you don't really have to do it. You shouldn't have to live in this rabbit hole of, I need this to in order to get this so I can feel this. You don't. They're tools, for sure. They're tools to use to feel self-care, if you like, to get that human connection and that hands-on connection because hands are a magical tool for healing. But you don't have to and you shouldn't feel the pressure to spend this amount of money. Or even go into debt because of it. Because you want to look young. I think it's absolutely ridiculous. And I think it needs to stop. But it'll probably take a lot of time and many years in order for that to shift. But we have the control of here and now. So... We're going to go into our break and then we're going to come back and do our further into our conversation, aka our lesson, <laughs> about mature skin. Alrighty, beautiful doves. First and foremost, your skin is never going to be perfect. All right? It's never going to be perfect. Even my skin's not perfect as an esthetician. Jeez, <laughs> it's not. Um, you're going to have wrinkles. You're going to have acne. You're going to have freckles, scars, stretch marks. For those with sensitive skin conditions, you're going to have eczema, psoriasis, and etc. And that is perfectly okay. It's okay to have these visible pores. It's okay to have dryness and flakiness. It's fine. You are not a robot. You're not an alien. Some may think that. <laughs> but you're not. You are a human being. Even animals' skin changes. Regular animals. Okay? It's just part of it. <laughs> so, mature skin. What is it? So aging is inevitable. Inevitable? Inevitable. <laughs> it's like an anemone. <laughs> there is currently no way to completely prevent your skin from aging. There is no way. However, the majority of skin aging is due to your lifestyle and environment aka sun exposure, smoking, diet, stress, etc., which you do have the control of. This is why I am mentioning about lifestyle. In order to understand how to treat our skin as we start to mature, it's important to understand which aspects of our lifestyle or what we're doing that factors into that. So I'm going to go into the process of aging gracefully because we need a little bit of edumacation with skin histology. <laughs> so what happens in the 20 age range when we are uh, doing stuff? <laughs> so 
So the most, most, most common thing that happens in our 20s is that we are sun goddesses, right? All of us, we want to be tan because tan is beautiful or what do people say? Um, oh, what is that phrase that I hear? And I'm so sorry if I trigger anyone, but what is it? I feel like you guys are shouting it out at me, but when you're skinny, you look skinny when you're tan or something like that. I can't remember. <laughs> I know you guys are yelling it out at me, <laughs> but this is really common that happens in our 20s is we're out in the sun, we're tanning a lot, or we're partying a lot, some of us, and not eating qu quite well that we should be, nourishing our body that we should be doing. Or for women, we're not properly eating the diet that we need to help encourage our hormone cycles. And this can go the same for men as well. But sun-wise is a big factor for a lot of us in our 20s. So the environmental damage of the constant exposure to the UV rays of the sun starts to begin to take a toll on our skin, and the free radicals attack the skin's structural integrity. And during this time, too, our cell renewal cycle and turnover rates begin to decline, so it slows down. For those of you who don't really know much about skin turnover rate, I do have an episode that talks about skin turnover rate. So you can go and listen to that. Now in our 30s, our collagen and elastin starts to decrease and the results in our first wrinkles start to show. Oh no, <laughs> wrinkles are beautiful, okay. During this time, our cell renewal cycle, whoa, our cell renewal cycle and our turnover rate continues to decline. So we start to have more buildup of dead keratin, which is the dead skin cells on our surface layer. So that's what gives it a dual complexion and an uneven skin tone. And now we're getting into our 40s. So by the 40s, the skin is much thinner and it depends on what you've been doing in previous years of overusing certain products or over damaging your skin with a lot of different services and not doing it in an amount of time frame for your skin to heal and restructure itself. But at this time, again, your skin starts to become thinner, can be more because of previous things, the lipid barrier is not as pronounced and dehydration becomes an issue. With Ayurvedic practice, this is when you start to transition into the vata dosha. So that's ether, space, and air. So your skin's drier, your nails are drier, your hair is drier, your organs are more dry. And this is where you can start changing the way of your lifestyle and your diet to help bring that into balance, rebalancing the vata dosha. Now, when in our 40s, we start to see other signs that may appear in the skin. So this can be dark spots and more dullness and even previous damage that we've done in our younger years that are starting to surface up on the skin. And now we're getting into the 50s and plus age range. This is where your lipid barrier layer starts to lessen even more, leading to less efficiency in the retaining of moisture and more potentially becoming more sensitive and more dehydrated and flaky. 
And this is also where you're starting to see a lot more of the wrinkles and fine lines and pigmentation. Woo! All right, so we got the histology down, right? <laughs> One important thing I want you to consider is inflammation. Inflammation is a big thing for our whole body, right? We hear this a lot with our joints, with our gut, with our water retention. Is that considered inflammation? <laughs> um, but inflammation is also one, one thing that contributes into your skin. It stresses the cells, and what it does is it, uh, I was going to say articulates, no, it accelerates your skin's natural aging process. So now, what are some natural things that happen as we get older? What are some natural shifts that happen within our skin? Your rate of your skin cell turnover slows from 30% to 50%. And this happens between your 30s and 20s. This can cause any of the wounds that you have to heal a lot slower. So if you are getting a chemical pill or microneedling or any type of abrasive facial treatment, you really need to use healing products not exfoliating, not brightening, but healing products. We want to encourage the skin to heal correctly. So growth factors are a major, major important ingredient to use to help with the cell-to-cell -cell communication to make sure that it doesn't cause any further damage. So if you are anywhere you're going and they're not, if they're not, uh, what's that word? They are not, <laughs> I can't think of the word. If they are not boop, <laughs> stressing, if they're not stressing that, that's I guess that's the word I was trying to look for. I don't know. But if they're not if they're not stressing that the fact that you need to follow up with proper home care, then you should probably rethink all the place that you're going. That's just my personal opinion. And also if they're instantly wanting to do a abrasive service on you, if you've never had a facial before, that's also a red flag because personally, I like to make sure your skin is the proper condition to be able to handle that. We don't want to further the inflammation in your skin because it's not going to heal the way that it should be in order to make changes to do what you're trying to manipulate the skin to do. What also happens with natural aging process is you start to lose around 1% of collagen per year from the age of 25. So this is where some Medispas encourage you guys to do preventative Botox slash fillers. Me, I like to encourage you guys to do more massaging, lymphatic drainage, but it just depends on your personality and what you're looking for. You can do one, the either, um, not necessarily both because if you massage your, your skin after getting fillers or Botox, well, mainly Botox fillers, you actually do want to massage your face to put that filler back in place. But with Botox, it can actually encourage it to go into the lymphatic system and then you lose the effect of Botox. Uh, another thing is the skin elasticity starts to gradually reduce and this leads to the sagginess. 
Another thing with the sagginess, it can depend on um, your muscles. If any muscles are tight, say your sternocladiomastoid, which is the neck muscles on the side, or your platysma, which is the neck muscle in the front, if it is tight, it can pull the jowls down. So if you massage and relax it, it lifts the face back into place. Same thing with the cheeks or the buckle area and the nasal labia folds. If you just massage a little bit of that area, it will help release the fibro, I was about to say fibroblast, nope. It releases the fascia, there we go, the connective tissue, and that helps with relieving any of the fine lines and wrinkles. Massage has a huge, huge, huge benefit to it for you, not only mentally, but also physically. The number of melanin-producing cells in your skin starts to reduce from 8% to 20% per decade. So what does that mean? It basically means that your skin is less able to protect itself from the skin. <laughs> from the sun, and this increases the chance of your skin to develop skin cancers and premature aging. And this is why we highly encourage you guys to wear SPF. The blood flow to your skin reduces, which means that fewer nutrients and oxygen are able to reach your skin, and your body is less able to regulate its temperatures, so that's when you start feeling cold. Again, the vata dosha. During the natural aging process, you do start to lose your subcutaneous fat um, on your face and on the back of your hands. It also can shift and move, so massage. I'm going to keep mentioning about massaging. Massaging is beautiful because it can help put it back into place. Uh, and if you guys are interested about more on the Medi Spa stuff, I did have an episode with Alicia, who was the owner of Derma Glow Med Spa. And we talked about this. And we also talked a little bit about buckle fat removal and our opinions on it. You are always more than welcome to contact her. Her information is in the detailed description of that episode. But yes, your your sub sub always that word sub subcutaneous. I I, pr I promise I'm a professional. Your subcutane subcutaneous layer of your fat starts to shift and it starts to decline. So this is also where you hear people who get into the 30s, they actually start to love the way that their face looks because it's not as volumized when they were younger or puffy around. <laughs> uh, your bone structure, the mass of your bone structure starts to reduce, and particularly in your jawbone. So from tooth loss, this can make it much worse. And this is why it's also important to make sure that your teeth are healthy too. And this can cause your smile lines and jowls as well. But massaging is also amazing for it too. <laughs> I'm going to stop mentioning about massaging for each one. And I'll tell you at the end why I believe massaging is very nice for the face. And circling back to your skin barrier function, it starts to reduce. So the recovery is more slow after it being damaged. Excuse me, you also produce less sebum as well. So this leads to the dry and dehydration in the skin and the repetitive movement of your facial muscles during facial expressions. 
hurts if you're very animated like me. <laughs> this causes the tissue beneath the skin to create the fine lines and wrinkles. But don't stop being expressive with your face. We all know those people who have a straight face and you're like, oh, this makes me feel uncomfortable because you don't know what they're thinking, right? Are they judging me? I don't know. Did I say something wrong? Do I smell funny? I don't know. I can't tell because they're not expressive with their words. <laughs> and that's actually when people are blanked face, it's a thing that helps. It's a thing that affects their sympathetic and parasympathetic states and then different in between states of their nervous system. Uh, that's more of mental health topics, but fun facts for you guys. Okay. So now we know what happens when we naturally age. What are some things that cause premature aging? What are things that we do that speeds up this process? As we know, the number one is sun damage. Another one is pollution and ambient conditions. So the temperature and humidity, if you travel a lot, if you fly a lot and change different climates. Another is medications. There are certain medications that dehydrate your skin and actually dehydrate your organs and can interfere with your immune system, such as antibiotics and Accutane, acne medications. There are some retinol, prescription retinols that can do this as well. If using in a long-term sense or overusing it, which is using it in a long term, <laughs> and um, not following up what you need to to help with balancing the changes of your skin when you're using prescription retinols. And pollution. We all know when we're in the city versus out in the country, out in nature. Our skin feels different. The ambient conditions, the temperature, the humidity, the change of the seasons. If you fly a lot, if you travel a lot, this is where you adjust your skincare products. Smoking is a no-brainer. We know that causes premature aging. And not this isn't just smoking nicotine. This is smoking in general. I strongly believe that smoke should not be inside your body. And then poor nutrition. Again, another no-brainer. Premature aged skin usually has a deeper appearance of wrinkles. Also dark patches and hyperpigmentation, especially around the eye area, there's more visible broken vessels. Some can say it can encourage larger pore size, but you are born naturally with what you're born with. It's just genetics. You can't change your pore size. You have a rougher skin appearance and texture, more like an orange outside of an orange peel. It can also be a little bit leathery per se. With this portion, I do want to touch on base with glycation. Glycation is a process that occurs in our body and it actually affects every aspect of our being. It is responsible for many chronic diseases as well as a huge contributing factor of our skin aging. So what is glycation? Glycation is a process where sugar molecules bind to fat and protein cells, which results in the production of AGEs. This process occurs mainly because of the foods that we eat and the temperature we cook them at. Here's an example for you, for you coffee lovers. You pour milk in your coffee. Well, this denature protein is in the process. 
and it creates AGEs. You consume the coffee. So the AGEs attach to the receptors of a variety of cells. This initiates the production of a protein complex called NF-kappa-B that sends a message to the nucleus of the cell to cross-link proteins in the dermis, leading to the cross-link proteins in the dermis to start decreasing the blood flow to the cells and creates damaged skin. Now you'll start to visually see a different type of wrinklingness and hardness around the chin, the cheek, and the mouth area, which are the most common areas for glycation because of the excess amount of glucose linking into the skin fibers. Who's rethinking about their morning cup of coffee now? <laughs> Don't be ashamed. Don't feel shame in it. But it is something to consider. And how do we prevent this? Like, how do we prevent glycation happening? There's not really a true way to completely remove the AGEs from your diet. However, there are some things that you can do to decrease the amount of AGEs that are consumed. It's primarily by heating proteins in a certain degree. You can prevent high EAG consumptions by cooking your foods. For example, steaming your vegetables or eating them raw. There are topical ingredients that you can apply on your skin to help reduce the damage that was caused by glycation. And these ingredients are tocopherol, <laughs> resveratrol, resveratrol, there we go, carnosin, jeez, these words are really hurting me right now. <laughs> Bentonamine, bentothymine, there we go, cucumin, and green tea. I apologize. Pronunciation is not my strong suit with um, the Latin words with ingredients. But these are some example of ingredients that you can use to help with glycation. And later on in this episode, I will branch even deeper into skincare ingredients. Alrighty, class. <laughs> now that we have... This information that we know with mature skin and the aging process, what happens? What is our overall goal and how to maintain it? Or what can we do to make us feel comfortable within us? With overall skin health, we want more hydration, more emollients, healthy circulation, healthy lymphatic flow and blood flow. For the tissue of the epidermis, we want to increase the cellular turnover. We want to maintain the cell-to-cell -cell communication and reduce and prevent melanin transfer. For the dermal layer of the skin, we want to increase the collagen production. We want to encourage proper remodeling, rebuilding, increase elastin production, increase in AG, AG, oh, A, no, nope. GAGs, there we go, production, and we want to reduce the MMP action and reduce AGEs. <laughs> letters and reversing the letters. <laughs> With the subcutaneous layer and the muscular layer of the body, we want to increase the circulation and reduce the adhesions in the fascia, which is the connective tissue. We want to reposition the fat deposits and encourage bone remodeling, strengthening the muscle attachments and lengthening and tightening the muscles. And this is where I love buccal massage and lymphatic drainage. 
I have that as a service. So if you're interested, go check out my service menu on my website at gildedrosefall.com. Here are some things that can trigger the cause of premature aging. We're going further, further in depth. Now, they're not going to be the root causes, but these are some things that you can be mindful of or take notice of in your life. So one is stress. Gotta love it, right? <laughs> no, we don't love it. Go, you're not allowed in our group. You can't sit with this. <laughs> yeah, stress, you know, we know, we know, we know, no, no, stress hinders our whole body. Lack of sleep. You need to get some sleep. You need to try. Turn off all the stuff. Do what you need to do to get some sleep. Your nervous system overload. Another one. Constantly in that fight or flight state. The lack of physical activity. That's going to help with the blood circulation. It's going to help with the stress hormones in the body. Your environment. I mentioned this earlier, but sun exposure, pollution, and free radicals in the air. Treatment-wise. Getting services that are strongly active, too soon, too fast, overly aggressive treatments and the amount of treatments you get, having treatments too close together and not spaced out apart, or your skin's not ready to receive that, or you're not following up with the proper post-care. Internal health and things that cause inflammation within the body are going to be sugar. Sugar. Fructose, eating inflammatory foods, eating foods that trigger your hormones, drinking too much alcohol and caffeine, not enough water. These, I feel like, are in a general sense that are basic things that we kind of already know, but we don't follow. And this affects your skin. Your skin is trying to tell you that there is something wrong happening inside of your body. Since we're on the topic of food, I want to transition into healthy lifestyles that you can do. Food-wise, you can have a low-sugar glycemic index diet. You can eat a lot of healthy fats depending on your dosha type. For kapha doshas, we have to be a little bit careful on the heavier types of fats like avocados and peanuts and uh, cashews and such. But healthy fats, good. Lean protein, good source amount of fiber. Watching your water intake and eat lots and lots of antioxidant foods. And most definitely lessen the amount of processed foods that you eat. And this even states for foods that you think are healthy that are not. Physically wise, you can have a regular physical activity routine. You can do low impact exercise to help keep the joints healthy and bones to remodel, depending on your health. Um, you can do strength training as well, but... With any type of physical activity, make sure you are with a professional first before you just go and do it on your own, especially depending on your health. Swimming and walking or anything of that nature to help with your lymphatic system and letting it, letting it keep flowing and moving, getting all that waste out. Emotional, just do things that work best for you and don't blame yourself. Aging is not your fault and we 
we need to understand that. We need to full-heartedly understand that because we all age. It's the process, the natural process of being alive. Spiritually, you can do some stuff to help relieve your stress. And it can come in different forms. You can do meditation. You can do crystals, self-care routines. You can get treatments and services done. You can do volunteer work. You can spend time with your family. Do whatever you need for yourself and not what other people need. There are incredible benefits of activating the parasympathetic state of your nervous system. And then lastly, sun exposure. (laughs) One more time, sun exposure. In the back of the room, sun exposure. Okay, so sun exposure is vital to our bodies for vitamin D. You can get vitamin D in your foods as well, but... Definitely wear SPF because we want to make sure we protect our skin and wear sunglasses, wear a hat. But being outside is such a great thing for your mental health. For those who work in offices or in buildings that don't have windows or for estheticians or massage therapists or anybody in the wellness industry, working in a cave, basically, it really does hinder your, your, your mind. <laughs> so Get outside, be in nature, but always remember to protect your skin. Some additional lifestyle things that you guys can do is sleep. Again, (laughs) get your eight hours, get your seven to eight hours. You need good quality REM sleep in order to create the circadian rhythm in your body. Exercising, now again, how I mentioned, it's so, so, so important and Remember too, each dosha is different with exercise. Some can do aggressive exercises and some can't. Some need more slower exercises like vata dosha because your brain is going so quickly and rapidly. You need something to slow you down. So hit cardios are not going to be best. Those are going to be better for kapha doshas because we're heavier framed. Pitha doshas, we need to... Uh, I'm, I'm a kapha pitha. So kapha is my main element. Pitha is my second nature. Um, But for pithas, we want to make sure that we're not doing exercises that cause further inflammation because we're prone to inflammation. I have some free resources if you would like for me to send to you about more of the Ayurvedic lifestyle and how you can live your life that way. Or try out new stuff, new strategies for your life. See what works. Um, smoking and drinking, we know it, smoking, it reduces the oxygen in the blood, which leads to your skin being dry and damaged, and it depletes the vitamin C in in your body too, and it creates collagen loss. Drinking, it has high levels of dehydration and puts your, puts stress in your liver, and this can lead to you having breakouts or other issues, and alcohol with all the sugar in it, increases the possibility of glycation and insulin. So that's why you get the texture around the chin, cheeks, and lips. You can notice the reoccurring theme or pattern with the process of age, aging skin. There we go. <laughs> now going on to the services. So what services work for mature skin? Well, custom facials are always great because they're customized to your skin at that current state and your goals. And 
with custom facials, you hope that some estheticians do massaging, but not all do, which is not, not bad, but massaging is incredible, incredible and amazing and man magnificent for the muscles in the face, the fat pad distribution, and the bone remodeling. And of course, if they're using proper technique. For the advanced services, microneedling. Oh, so beautiful. Chef's kiss for the face. <laughs> it's amazing for mature skin and for um, acne scars, scarring, deep pitted scars. Beautiful, beautiful for the face. Make sure that you go to someone who is licensed. Do not do this at home. I will come after you. <laughs> do this with someone who is licensed, who has a doctor over them. Different states have different regulations, but within Texas, they need to have a doctor over them in order to prefer, perform this service. Um, now, you, your skin will be numb, so you're not going to feel anything. And I highly suggest you not do this if you've never had a facial before or you haven't seen a professional for a few months because you need to make sure your skin is in the right condition to handle this. Again, we don't want to cause further inflammation. We want the skin to be healthy. Now, the depths with microneedling can depend. You, And I don't think this really pertains to you guys, but some will try to say, we need to go deeper. The more aggressive, the better. No, 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 no. Less is more. You don't want any bleeding on the skin. Again, we want to make sure that there is no inflammation. We don't want to cause inflammation because it can create prolonged damage and thinning of the skin. Um, let's see. Chemical pills. Again, this can, using the same information or thesis <laughs> that I gave you guys with microneedling, this also relates to chemical pills. There's different types and different grades of chemical pills. And less is more. Less amount of treatments is more. You don't need to have an aggressive, aggressive service in order to achieve certain things. Red light therapy, LEDs, fantastic. It's it's usually in a form of an add-on to a treatment, but with uh, LED panels, with this one, uh, I do strongly believe that they need to be FDA approved to really get the results and benefits from it rather than just like regular lights like you would buy from Amazon. There's LED panels that you can buy that are cheaper, more affordable, but they're not the best quality. And you're just, you're wasting your money at that point. And then microcurrent is another one, but I mean, massage is fantastic too. Microcurrent, um, same thing with the red light LED. Did I said, did I tell you guys red light LED? The red light is what helps with mature skin. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. And it has to sit on your face for about 15 to 30 minutes too with the red light LED. Microcurrent, getting back to that, it needs to be FDA approved in order for it to be functioning good for the skin. And um, there's a mixture of types of attachments that estheticians will use. But with microcurrent, too much power is not actually effective. So less is more. Again, 
branching into skincare product recommendation, what you guys have been waiting for. You've been waiting for this. So not all products are created equally, okay? The cheaper the product, mm, the not so good of product ingredients or less amount of percentage of the specific ingredients that you're looking for. Also, the more expensive the product sometimes isn't beneficial as well. And um, even uh, your, your celebrity and influencer and products are not really beneficial as well. You need to make sure you know what you're getting. Really read into the product line. Try not to get suckered in into the marketing. So examples of products that you can use, a routine that you can use for your skincare products is going to be creamy or oil cleansers. These are beautiful for the skin because they're hydrating for the skin. Avoiding mm, foaming cleansers, gel cleansers. Now with the creamy based cleansers and oil cleansers are a little bit of a learning curve, especially if you like that squeaky clean feeling. You're going to do product to dry skin approach. You can add a little bit of water if you want to emulsify it a little bit or if your skin sucks it up instantly. When you remove it, you want to use a microfiber towel or you can use those makeup wipe uh, cloth removers, not the makeup wipe removers that are disposable, but the actual cloths that you can wash them. If you catch my drift, but that's going to help with you feel like you cleaned your skin. Exfoliating cleansers with lactic and mandelic acid. Now with those, you only want to use them two to three times a week. I know some of you are probably asking me, what about scrubs? What about scrubs? I like the way they feel. I, ooh, I love and don't love scrubs. It just depends on the the exfoliating beads that you're, they're using. If it's jojoba beads, perfect, perfect, beautiful. But if it's like really abrasive like sugar or <laughs> walnuts or anything of that sorts, I don't like it. Uh, it. Especially if you guys already have inflammation going on in your skin, if you have redness in the skin, um, using those mechanical manual beads or exfoliating scrubs are going to further in inhibit the skin to heal and calm down from inflammation. So exfoliating, exfoliating cleansers are going to be better for you. Um, hydrating serums or spray toners are nice. Now you don't have to use toners. Most of the time products are pH balancing, like the cleansers are pH balancing, but if you like an extra spritz, you can use that. But hydrating serums are really nice. Um, vitamin A and vitamin C encapsulated are incredible to ingest, but also for your face topically. Peptide serums, growth factors, and emolliating moisturizers are beautiful for keeping the skin hydrated and the cell-to-cell -cell communication. Facial oils are fantastic for the skin, especially when we're in the cooler months or if your environment is more of a drier climate. And lastly, can you guys guess it? Sunscreen, good old sunscreen. Can't forget about that. Bestie. <laughs> Do people still say that? I don't know. I've never said that. I never say that ever. Anyway, <laughs> just remember that product alone is not going to affect the structural signs of aging. Okay. 
since we have that knowledge of creating a mature skin skincare routine, I do want you to remember, if you feel like using that amount of products is overwhelming, don't do it. Just keep it simple. Keep it basic, man. There's nothing wrong with simplicity, all right? <laughs> Just keep it simple. Cleanser, moisturizer, SPF during the day. Cleanser, moisturizer at night. Boom, done. <laughs> but if you want to be a little bit fancy, if you really love, if your love language is skincare, then of course you can add additional stuff. But if you're just getting into the routine of skincare products, just keep it simple. Okay. Don't give in to buying all these products. You don't need all of it. Just like makeup. You don't need all of that stuff. Just, you don't need primer. You don't need all of those things. <laughs> Okay, okay, <laughs> going back. Now we have a routine structure, right? So ingredients, what to be mindful of, what to look on the label, what, what, what kind of, what, what, what are we getting into when we're purchasing products? All right, so vitamin A is one. Vitamin A, I feel like everybody and their mom knows vitamin A is one of the number one ingredient to use for mature skin. And this helps with keratinocytes def differentiate oh, this word differentiation <laughs> it strengthens the desmosomes and it's necessary for collagen production and it inhibits MMPs and it's an antioxidant number two vitamin c it inhibits pigmentation it is necessary for collagen production and it's a powerful powerful antioxidant emollients you heard me mention about emollients they are an oil-based product, so they're generally heavier with higher olinic acid content. They help soften the skin and lock in the moisture in the skin too. So it helps prevent the trans-epidermal water loss that happens. Hyaluronic acid, another one that people love. Um, I personally love too. Um, replacing loss, AGE. Oh, I almost did it again. GAGs at the surface level. So it helps with the desclamation of enzymes functioning and plumps temporarily. There is some information out there. Um, I still haven't really, I still haven't really explored into it, but there is some information out there that sometimes hyaluronic acid does cause trans epidermal water loss. Uh, so you might hear that, um, like I said, I haven't really explored into that idea to fully gather opinion on it. The next one is exfoliants, so increasing cellular turnover regularly. This can be with acid cleansers or serums to help achieve a smoother texture so you don't have that leathery feel or orange peel-like texture. SPF, you know, sun protection. We need that, it's going to help with the skin. And with SPFs, there are different types. There's chemical and physical SPFs. I don't know, I don't think I have an episode on that. Maybe we can do one on that. But some people want say that don't use chemicals. Some people say chemicals better, physicals better, la 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 la. Um, to me, just use whatever you can, SPF. And make sure it's SPF 30. You have to make sure too to use a separate like SPF on its own, not one that is combined with a moisturizer or a, a makeup. It's not gonna be strong enough. You need it to be separate alone and SPF 30. 
But if you do have sensitive skin or sensitive skin conditions, uh, the best SPF for you guys to use is going to be a zinc base because it not only helps with wound healing, but it's more gentler on the skin. Antioxidants. These help prevent free radical damage from everything. Often antioxidants are from plant sources, so this includes plant-based stem cells. Growth factors. I love me some growth factors. These are essential for the skin. It helps with the new collagen to produce and elastin. It helps with wound healing. It helps with regular repair process of the skin, the cell-to-cell communication. It's the number one staple that I feel like everybody should use, especially when you're getting an aggressive treatment. Peptides are another incredible ingredient, and I think a popular one too. Uh, they target specific cellular functions and often mimics processes that have slowed and stimulating or inhibiting actions. Tyrosine inhibitors. This is one I hear a lot about too, and I love them. They prevent the creation or transfer of melanin, so it stops it. And from the melanin, from it does that from the melan melanocyte and the keratinocytes. <laughs> And lastly on the list is going to, oh, last two, I mean, are going to be plant compounds, which help with antioxidant protection, vitamins and minerals for the skin. They provide hydration, emollients, natural MMP inhibitors, anti-inflammatory benefits, and et cetera. And lastly, now this is the last one, anti-inflammatories. So this reduces the inflammation in the skin either through soothing actions or inhibiting others to ensure healthy skin. So these are going these are going to be like soothing serums, calming serums, serums that are geared toward rosacea and eczema. And that is the last bit of information I have for you guys. And of course, we can go more further in depth about different exfoliating ingredients and so forth and so on. So if you guys are interested in that, let me know if you like to learn about ingredients. Um, but just keep in mind that aging is just a natural thing that happens. When we create these beautifully curated rituals for our own individual needs and giving thanks to our bodies and appreciation of our bodies and this incredible adventurous life that we had, we're able to be fulfilled inside and happier within ourselves, which ultimately reflects on others. Doing the shadow work, being mindful of our our words that we use with ourselves or the words that we use outside of ourselves that others can hear. Practicing self-care acts like facial massaging, body massage, lymphatic drainage at home, and using skincare products on your face. We have this natural gift of hands healing ourselves. So why can't we utilize that and use self-care, including using facial products, as a way to show gratitude to ourselves. 
Before I end this episode, I would like to share some journaling prompts that you can do if you love to journal or if you want to start journaling. And these questions were actually given to me by my instructor, Bethany, owner of Skin Obsessed, and I would love to share it with you. So take some time when you do this. Don't rush. Really think about it and create your space before you start to journal too. Set the ambiance. Here are your journaling questions. Why does aging cause so much distress? Why are we obsessed with trying not to age? What do we fear? What are our internalized messages? What are some kind of words that are hard for you to say to yourself? And lastly, why is it hard for you? I'm going to pull out an oracle card for you lovely beings, beautiful souls, beautiful doves. I'm using the animal spirit deck and the card that just came out is, let me move my mic, it's sitting pretty low. Koi fish spirit. There is always enough. The koi fish who grows big within a small pond reminds us that within each of us is the potential for prosperity. The law of abundance ensures that prosperity is our natural state. So regardless of temporary outer conditions, you can call in the prosperity and magnetically attract the opportunities and abundance you need. The message of the koi fish spirit is to begin to generate wealth within with deliberately intentions. No matter how small of your pond may seem and appreciate abundance wherever you see it. Outer conditions will come to reflect your inner prosperity. So begin to become the self who is comfortable with wealth in all forms. Even if at the moment you feel as if riches are not yours, they soon will be. Start to envision the plenty that spirit wants you to experience. Knowing that the moment you begin to commit to conscience and deliberate co-creating, spirit will full joyfully start bringing you to what you need. You have so much to offer and so much of value to express to the world. In your little pond, there is much you can create and much you can attract. Do not, under, must, do not underestimate what you have and who you are. For a koi fish spirit wants you to know that you are exquisite, loved, and deeply cherished. Trust that other Trust that outer conditions are changing to reflect that truth. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. I hope this was educational and I hope you're able to utilize this information. And as always, you can always reach out to me if you ever have any questions or if you just want to say hello. And for a daily reminder 
Your age does not define you. It does not measure your worth in life and in society or with your peers. Allow yourself to thrive and allow your whole body, mind, spirit, and skin to heal. Thank you so much again. And until then, I will talk to you on the next one. If you would like to continue this conversation with me, please visit my website at www.gildedrosespa.com. Here, we'll also have all the information you need to schedule your appointments and purchase any products to upgrade your skincare routine. You are also more than welcome to leave me a voice message in the detailed description on each episode if you would like for me to answer any of your questions. Thank you so much for listening to Confidence in Your Skin podcast and never forget to enhance your harmony.